Welcome to episode 21 of the Stouting Off podcast, where we spout off commentary on the everyday. Hello again, and welcome to the Stouting Off podcast. Good to have you guys back. Um, Coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. voice cracked already whenever my voice cracks at the beginning of an episode it's always a sign that good things are in store it's a good omen um actually i don't know i feel like omen the term omen is only ever used in a negative sense you know it's a bad omen but it's a good luck charm i should say sign of things to come i am your host now and forevermore drew stoutenberg that's my name and the name of my producer is jordan and he's joining me live in studio as always jordan how are you doing great thank you love to hear that um i want to start off by saying this episode of the stouting off podcast is sponsored by e2i design e2i design is a wonderful group of avl professionals and yeah they have a wonderful national presence so if you are anywhere around the country and you need avl gear and support they have you avl for those of you who don't know audio video lighting right jordan Right. Um, And that's for a live setting, whether that's a house of worship, concert venue, restaurant, hotel, commercial spaces like that, or a broadcast environment, they've got you. In fact, I was thinking about this earlier. They are who I went through to outfit my whole drum shed, like all my gear, all my lighting, recording gear, and all of the stuff. Yeah. And they always do a great job. But then you got like your TV from I got my Samsung frame TV through them as well. They're great. I'm telling you. They'll help you out, and their support is unmatched. So they're sponsoring this episode. So thanks, guys. Love you. Um, Jord, how have you been, man? Doing great. Awesome. It's It's been a good good week, good weekend. <laughs> Doing great. Thank you, man. <laughs> Halloween was fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, stopped by Jordan's neighborhood like family party. A lot of young families in that neighborhood. I stopped by with our buddy Christian, who was visiting from Michigan. Christian from Michigan. And... Had a couple slices of pizza, watched the kids, hit a pinata. When I walked up, what were they chanting around the pinata? It was a chant that you started, I felt like. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, it was just hype to get the kids like pumped about hitting the pinata. What was the it chant? It was just their name. Oh. Oh. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. And everybody's just like. Yeah, when I walked up, it sounded like. A tr- like a tribal chant like <laughs> i was picturing like like people doing like a fire dance around a fire it was like and you know african drums and stuff it was like that <laughs> i was like what have i stumbled into but it was just a pinata you know pinata on halloween then they had hocus pocus on the projector which i know every word so while we were talking sometimes i would just key in and be like a muck a muck a muck or saying different lines from hocus pocus which is my favorite halloween movie but i haven't even watched it in its entirety this year i'll have to come back to that me either my other favorite halloween movie i don't even know if this is halloween exactly but it's just kind of eerie Ernest scared stupid did you ever see that movie no never. did you ever see any of the Ernest movies no do you know what they are yes Ernest was this guy jim varney he was also the voice of a slinky dog in the toy story series series oh um he was fantastic and he was just this total goober of a guy wore a khaki colored hat gray t-shirt denim vest and he was an idiot (laughs) and as kids there was nothing funnier than the Ernest movies Ernest goes to camp Ernest goes to jail slam dunk Ernest Ernest goes to Africa Ernest scared stupid Ernest saves Christmas 
Shall I go on? This is all off top of the head. And we were watching this stuff, my brother and I, as kids, and we were just crying. We just thought it could not get any funnier than that. Ernest and Keenan and Kel were my, were, I mean, Keenan and Kel was a TV show, but I thought those two things were just as, it was the gold standard for comedy as a kid. Like slapstick and idiot humor. You can tell just with the enthusiasm and the gusto with which I'm talking about it right now, it still tickles me. It's so funny. Um, it's not sophisticated humor. So if that's your vibe, you're not going to enjoy that. But if you like dumb idiot laughs, I've got the, the recipe for success. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember last night, Jordan and I linked up last night. It was, it became, it was turning. The clock was turning about 10 PM and the night's winding down. But whenever the night starts to wind down, the appetites wind up. So we're starting to get hungry. And Jordan's like, you know what? No problem. I'm just going to Postmates some McDonald's here. I was like, oh, Postmates, huh? He's like, yeah, I use Postmates like five times a week, three to five times a week, probably. Right? Correct. And I mean, that's almost daily. Yeah, but you've got to think like. Meals and three meals a day. It's not like, yeah, every meal every day. Yes. You know, intermittent. Five of the quick math, I don't know, human calculator, let's say. You know, whatever it is, 15 meals my eyes roll back from Monday through my, Friday. Yeah. So I don't know. Seven times, seven times three. That's going to be 21, 21 meals. So that's... So five of 21 meals. Yeah. twenty About 25% of the time. But it's all... It's convenience for us because if we go somewhere... It's a whole process. Gotta you got to strap the kids. the kids into the thing. Yeah, I mean... Got to get their moods right. Got to get their shoes on. Got to get... So three, four, five extra bucks. Yeah, it's not. It's that's worth it. That's good value. So anyway, Jordan's over here now. I had never used Postmates. I don't have food delivered at all. I might have a pizza delivered twice a year, but to me, there's just something about my food being in the passenger seat of somebody else's car. What if they smoke? What if their car stinks? What if they're tampering with the bag? Now I know that. I know that they a lot of these companies will seal the food bag with a, you know, a sticker, but you know, say there's grease in the bottom of the, the bag or something. If that's on their seat, I can only help. I can't help but imagine that nasty grime stuff is going, it's passing. Not only is the grease going through to the seat, but the grime is going through <laughs> to the bag. <laughs> Therefore to the food. It's a two way membrane. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't do the food delivery things, man. What if their car stinks? What if they stink? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not kind of say, but I have a thing about other people's food to begin with and other people being around my food. <sighs> for that reason, growing up, church potlucks were always a struggle for me. And yeah. everybody bring, oh, this person brought their potato casserole. This person brought, I'd be like, all right, mom, what did you bring? Oh, just the store-bought Meyer cookies from their baker. I guess I'll just have cookies for lunch, <laughs> you know? We didn't do a lot of cooking in our house, so it'd be like my mom would just grab, you know, something off the shelf. Yeah. But I just didn't like other people's food. And when I spent the night at other people's houses and their mom made something, especially if it was a food that I didn't like, I remember, like, gagging one time at uh, my friend Dan's house. His mom made green beans, and they were all excited about green beans for some reason. They're like, oh, you're going to love these green beans. And I remember trying them, and it's a struggle enough for me to just have someone else's food and the other people's food, OPF, in the in the first place. But green beans, I still don't like green beans. I don't think they bring anything to this world from a flavor perspective. 
I go and I'm taking a bite and I remember my gag reflex activating, but I just did this. I just sat there like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. They're all waiting for your reaction. <laughs> yeah, too. They're all looking down the table. You're like, what do you think? I'm like this. I'm like that. The, the meme of the kid who's choking in class. Can you see the vein bulging out of his neck? He's trying to hold back a cough. Um, yeah, but I don't, like other people around my food and I don't like other people's food. So Jordan says, okay, let's do Postmates. And if Jordan's the point man on it, I'm okay with that for some reason. <laughs> the logic in my head doesn't make sense, but I go with my gut. I follow my heart on this. I say, okay. And our buddy Christian was here too. And so we punch in the order. Jordan's like, should be here in 30, 35 minutes. And we're getting, he's getting a notification on his phone. He's like, okay, it looks like they're approaching right now. We look out the window there's a car coming toward my house. I live at a, a T, okay? Um, and the car is coming down toward the T. And he's like, yeah. And we're like, yeah, just come on into the driveway. I'm thinking that in my mind. You are too, obviously. We weren't communicating that to the person. And then he turns. And then 30 seconds later, Jordan gets a notification on his phone. Let us know how we did. Would you like to leave a tip? And he's like, we ain't got no food. We got no food. We got no jobs. <laughs> Our, <laughs> Our pets, pets heads, heads are falling off. We don't have enough money to eat. We don't have enough money to sleep. We don't have our food. <laughs> By the way, not having enough money to sleep is extremely, <laughs> extremely funny to me. Yeah. We don't have enough money to eat. We don't have enough money to sleep. And that's from Dumb and Dumber if you haven't seen that. If you haven't seen that by this time in your life, I give you permission to just turn off the podcast and go watch Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's true. one of the top five funniest movies of all time. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, we have a friend who hasn't seen it, and I don't remember who it is. Is it Joel? Because I watched it with him in recent years. Oh, okay. Good. And he thought it was hilarious, and I was watching it with him. It was like watching something with new eyes, you know? Yeah. It's like when you listen to a favorite song when you're showing someone, and you're kind of like, you're hearing, like part of the the wonder and the allure and the the attractiveness of what you originally liked about this piece of art, whether it's movie, film, uh, movie, music, whatever, you're experiencing that again with the new person. You're like, yeah, this is good. oh man. Listen for this chorus to hit. Right. Whenever I show someone the song "So Will I" by Hillsong United, I always think that, especially when the bridge starts going and I'm crying. Um, <laughs> so we don't have any food, and it says that the food was delivered. And Jordan and I walked out of the house. We're going up and down my street. We went down about four houses. We're looking on people's porches and we don't see the food anywhere. And again, come as a skeptic of other people's food or not other people's food, delivery, this was not a good impression that Postmates was giving us, you no, know, no. giving me. I uh, was mad. I know Jordan was running hot and he doesn't normally, you don't get emotional. You know, you're pretty level-headed. And not to say he was raging, but I could tell he was... He was steaming. But pair that, like the embarrassment of what happened, the fact that we don't have food with me being extremely hungry. Yeah, hangry. Yeah, yeah the, the hanger. Yeah. When, I, when I'm when i hungry, I've been told this, when I when I get like really hungry, I'm, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. My brother's like that. Maybe it's a dad thing. Could be. My brother's such a baby when he gets hungry. It's like when we're together, say I'm visiting them in Pennsylvania, he, it seems like he has to have a sandwich or a snack every 90 minutes. He's not diabetic or anything. He's just a baby. <laughs> He's like in a little grouchy mood if he doesn't get food. He's also the type of person, he'll take a 7 to 10 minute nap 
He'll just close his eyes for seven or ten minutes, fall asleep for a little bit, and wake up refreshed. <laughs> Somehow. It's a gift. I need 90 minutes minimum to feel refreshed. And then if I go two hours, then I feel the opposite of refreshed. I feel groggy, depressed. So there's really an optimal time. There's a, there's a bell curve there for sure of optimal nap time for me. So Jordan and I and Christian, we get in the van or the car, the S- crossover SUV that Jordan drives. And we're like, okay, no problem. We'll go to, we'll go to McDonald's. Now, I live equidistant between two McDonald's's. We go to the one on the left because I like this one. It's three miles, four miles down the road, right? Yep. We go down there, dual lines to the driveway or the, yeah, to the driveway to the restaurant, basically to the main road. We're like, we sit in the, in that line for about two minutes. We're like, nah, this is for the birds. Peel out of there. Like it's the Indy 500. Jordan fishtails around the, Drive. No, he didn't. Going but. in reverse. Front wheel drive car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a funny story. My dad's friend when they were kids, probably, well, not kids, but probably 20 years old, young guys. Just on a dare alone, this guy, George, drove down a main road in our hometown, Plymouth Road, in reverse. <laughs> and he was just yelling to everybody. Like at, at lights, people were giving him looks and stuff, and he would just yell out the the side of the car, "It's stuck in reverse!" <laughs> like the car would be stuck, transmission stuck in reverse. He's going almost forty miles an hour down the road in reverse. That's so dangerous. That's scary. Because when you're going in reverse, fastest I've ever gone is probably just like in the high school parking lot where I went to school and just being an idiot with my friends. When you're going fast in reverse, any like if you just touch the steering wheel in either way, it wants to like yeah. rip. Um, so that's wild. But we fishtail out of there. We go across the street to, ta- to Taco Bell. We get in. There's no virtually no line there. We wait for two cars or something. We pull up. Hey, welcome to Taco Bell. We don't have any quesadillas, any beef, any steak, any rice, or any chips. How can I help you? We're like, you can't. Bye-bye. So we're like, okay. We go to our next McDonald's, the one that was on the right of my house. So that whole swing, I told you it's about three to four miles from my house. And we went three to four miles in the opposite direction. So here's an eight mile swing to this McDonald's. We go through there. We're like, no, no cars in the drive through. Cool, cool, cool. Lights are on. We get to the drive through. The monitors, the video monitors are blank. They're not open. This Now, we do our podcasts a few days in advance. So this was on a Saturday night at about 10 p.m. There's no reason they should be closed. No. And we have all kinds of opinions at this time. We're learning all kinds of colorful language. Um, <laughs> Not really, but we were pissed. Yeah, I was mad. And then Taco Bell was kind of shut down. So we're like, we're just not going to eat tonight. I was like, I have some peanut butter at the house. We can just, that's all I have. Get Pass some spoons, around. boys. <laughs> Get some spoons. And then we're driving by Jet's Pizza, right? Yeah. Was it Jets? Uh, no, Papa uh, John's. Papa John's. Jordan has the bright idea to be like, let's let's just see what they've got. Let's see what they're saying. I'm like, there's no way they're open, right? I mean, a, a place like that probably closes. Not only were they open, I see Jordan go up there, and it's almost like there's a negotiation, like a discussion happening. What I've come to learn is that Jordan went up there, and he's like, hey, what do you guys have ready right now? Right? Yeah. And they're like, we could just give you these random four pizzas. 
and I see Jordan getting four boxes of pizza, and then you negotiated some deal that it was only twenty bucks, right? Yeah. So he walks back to the car with twenty with twenty bucks worth of four pizzas. It was so great, and we came back and feasted like kings. Um, Might be a new trick, honestly. Low key. While you were up there, I don't know if we Christian and I told you this. We're sitting in the car, and somebody. Oh, you saw the guy. This guy comes up in costume. It was Halloween. But he comes up with a mask on, a full mask. And I'm just hanging my head out the side of the car like this. Like I'm I'm kind of resting my head on the little windowsill. I'm just looking at Jordan because it was a it was a nice night. And I'm looking at him like this. So only a little bit of my face is even outside of the car. <laughs> and somehow this guy in the mask. He sees me. We're in the parking lot. We're away from the door. We're we're 60 or 70 feet away from the door, mind you. He sees that little part of my face and he just he proceeds to just stare at me in this creepy mask. Yeah. And then he starts doing this. He's it's the mask I think like from the movie The Strangers. Oh, it's it? like one of those like porcelain masks from what I remember. It was I traumatic. Didn't, I didn't know if it was that or if it was like the it was kind of like it, yeah. The strangers meets it's that V for vibe. Vendetta. Meets V for Vendetta. That scary, creepy vibe. Yeah. And he does this. He starts turning his head like this. Yeah. I got scared. Yeah, dude. Me too. But then I got pissed, and I wanted to go up there and grab him by the collar and say, "Who do you think you are? Take that mask off." Yeah. As long as you don't have any weapons or anything. Why do people see? I'm not a big Halloween guy to begin with. But if you're going in public to conduct public business with, whether that's at a pizza merchant or a store or something, take your dang mask off. Yeah. Don't be weird. You're not cool because you have a mask. Do you understand? Maybe oh. he was just trying to kill two birds with one stone. Do you have a don't do that queued up? Yeah. When it comes to wearing a Halloween mask while you're going about your daily life, and you are going to a pizza place and you're walking up there and you need to have dialogue with the person who's selling pizza and you're going to do some handoff between people and it's COVID season. So whatever, there's that mask. There's that mask that's appropriate, but you're not even wearing that one and you're wearing a Halloween mask instead. Don't do that. Don't do that. You heard it here first. That was weird though. He, he was kind of standing close to you too. Yeah, I said, like, the, the, the worst part about the whole thing is I was like, hey, man, how are you? He just looked at him like this. He didn't even answer me, man. I was like, dude, he, your cover's blown because you're wearing sweatpants. Yeah, you're not even in, like, a cool costume. <laughs> you threw on the... Maybe he threw on the mask because he didn't have a mask mask. Well, that's what I was saying. Maybe COVID he was mask. trying to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Like, the best thing to dress up for this year would have been a doctor. If you were going out. That's what Christian was. Well, that's what he was going to be. He had scrubs. I was like, where are you going? He, he just came over to my house. He was staying with friends elsewhere, but he came over to hang out with, with me and Jordan on Halloween. And he came over with scrubs. And I was like, what do you plan on doing with this? Like, we're not dressing up and like, I'm not having a Halloween party. And he's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just thought it'd be good to have. I was like, that we'd never. <laughs> Dude, do you see this, by the way? I didn't even know I set the glass yeah. Well over the ledge. I'm leaving it like that for a little bit. That's how I live my life sometimes on the edge. Um, I'll but, take a picture so I can put it in. Oh. 
I love how bad this one is. <laughs> and don't do that. Seriously. Um, all right. So that's cool. Um, I thought about this recently. When you drive by a police officer and they're in the median or something and you're abiding by the law, you're going, say, 72 miles an hour in a 70 mile per hour speed limit. What do you do next after you pass them by? Uh, what do you normally do? Just keep driving. I don't know. Yeah, you do keep driving. But you look at them in the rear view mirror, even though you were abiding by the law, you had two hands on the wheel. You look in the rear view mirror to see if they're, they're, pulling, you if they're pulling you over. Even, <laughs> and you look and you're watching them the whole time. The entire time that you're driving, you're looking up like that until you go past the next hill or get off your exit or whatever, until they're out of sight, basically. Yeah. Yeah, true. what is that? What what is it about us humans that makes us uh, skittish like that? We live in fear. Don't live in fear, you guys. Live in freedom. If you're abiding by the law, actually, no, I I don't even want to get into that. There's some police injustice and stuff like that, so I won't even go too far into that. But I just I thought of this the other day when I drove by a police officer, and I'm looking back the whole time, but like. I'm my my gaze is fixed forward, but I'm only using my eyes like this to look in the mirror because you don't even want to give them an idea that you're suspicious that they might pull you over because then they're like, "What's this guy trying to hide?" Right. At least in your own mind, my yeah. own mind. Yeah, that threw that question threw me because I was thinking about what I get annoyed that other people do, which is when they're driving by an officer on the road, they'll slow down to like yeah. forty miles per hour in a sixty. Yeah. And let them pass as if the officer doesn't want you to just go the speed limit because you're probably now getting in the way and doing <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. You, know? you mean people like kind of like yielding to, to police just even though they're just operating their day, you know, they might just be driving to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the light, if the flashers aren't on, I'm not slowing down or moving over. Right. I'm just going to go a, the like, limit. It's like a natural reaction to slow down when you see an officer. <sighs> on the I'm just going to go the limit. I'm going to push it to the limit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Push it to the limit. We got to get some bite sound. We do. Just queued up. We do. Bite sound. Bite sound, dude. <laughs> I was gonna say bite sounds queued up. Hey, what about when you go to um? Have you been to Bar Taco lately? Yeah, just last week. What about when you go to Bar Taco with a group of people? Say it's four or five people, and say you're all you're not. Say you're all friends, so you're not all on the same bill, you know? When you go to Bar Taco and you're like, yeah, I'll have one of the pork belly, one of the shrimp, and then one of the carnitas. And then the other friends order, and then the other friends order. And they come to your table, like, just with all of it, you know? Yeah. Okay, so you ordered one of these and one of these, and they're all grouped together here. Your your carnitas is with his salmon, and that's going to be right here. And then they yeah. explain it in about 13 seconds. And then they're gone. And you're, you're like, like looking at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's family style here. So we really like, like it's this novel concept. Oh, this is really nice. Well, really what you did is you just made it really difficult for us. Cause we're going to ask you to come back and like hold our hand through the whole thing. Last time I was there, that's what happened. Yeah. It was with new people too, who had never been there. And I didn't think to give them the little disclaimer, like, Hey, just FYI, the lines are going to get crossed tonight or the, the, the wires are going to get crossed tonight. 
and I'm probably going to eat one of your tacos and vice versa. They don't make it very easy. Yeah. You know, especially if you go there over and over again, you just start to know what they look like. So when they get yeah. to the table, you're, you're like, like, oh, this one has pickled ginger on it. Yeah. 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 But if it's Pickle your first on. time, then you're like, everything looks great or whatever. You know, yeah. something that annoyed me when I was there last week is they do contactless ordering now. Which, if you think about Bar Taco while I was sitting there, I was like, you did that before. Contactless ordering. What's this mean? So basically what they're doing now is a server comes to, or like a, a host or, a, you know, wait, wait staff mm-hmm. comes to your table. And he's like, hey, just so you know, we're not doing, you know, the waiter right now. Um, you know, it's contactless. We're going to go. Basically, you you download or you go to the website, you scan the QR code, go to the website and you place your order. You check out, you pay. You with your order card. on the phone. Yeah. That's you awesome. Check out. But here's the thing that annoyed me. Is that's how it was before? You fill out the card, and the guy comes and picks it up. Oh, that's it's right. It's not like they were ever saying, "All right, what would you like?" Yeah, that's true. You did a card, so they so, made it yeah. twenty times harder because the website <laughs> freezes up. Yeah. Like we had five people to to you know to put in there, so now one person's paying for it, and it's uh, which it's not a big deal, but it's like more of a burden. It's than inconvenient. It has to be. Yeah. Totally. So if, for those of you who don't know, Bar Taco is a trendy and really cool and really fresh uh, place here in, in Nashville. And they have other locations as well, yeah. like out of state as well. Yeah. Um, and they're great. I mean, the food is fantastic. The atmosphere is really cool in normal circumstances outside of COVID. It's a really like happening spot, you know? Yeah, it's a fun spot. Instagram influencers galore there. Yeah, when true. You go. Um, saw Ben Rector there one time. It's pretty cool. I saw Steve Mokler there one time. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Were they were we together and they together? No. No. Um, one of my friends saw Connie Britton there one time. She is Raina James, I believe, on uh Nash the show Nashville. Can you verify? Was it Raina James? Yeah. I love Connie Britton. She's she's a precious soul. Um I find yeah, Raina James. She's so pretty too and cool. I talk like I know her, um, but she was Coach Taylor's wife in Friday Night Lights as well. Sensational show. Did you ever watch that? No, I haven't. Friday Night Lights. I've heard such good things about that show. It's really good. Um, Friday Night Lights is really good. It's got the kind of like the high school drama stuff that you like and all of that. And, um, you know, a lot of good storylines, good characters, great acting. But um, it's shot kind of... Like it's almost shot like in the office format, like where it's you can it's not super like staged and production heavy um, for a lot of the stuff, especially the uh, like the theme song and stuff, the theme screen. And my friend Zach watched it one time. He's like, dude, I felt like I was watching Cloverfield, you know, the camera just all over, which I've never seen Cloverfield, but I get motion sick like that. I was watching home movies one time that my dad recorded when I was probably four or five. And I literally threw up that night after because I was so dizzy from watching about an hour, 40 minutes to an hour of his of the video footage. I yeah. threw up that night. I, I felt so <laughs> dizzy and like disoriented. <laughs> felt like you put me on a merry-go-round and there's like a viral video out there of somebody with a motorcycle on its side. Oh, yeah. And like the back spinning tire was directly adjacent to a merry-go-round and he's revving it and they're spinning at like unbelievably fast force that's what i felt like on the inside of my head they that's fly off fun. due to the g-forces i think the centrifugal centrifugal not centripetal it's not 
centripetal is different, but the forces, the centrifugal forces, it's centrifugal motion. It's perpetual bliss. I hope that Jude never thinks that my videos are shaky. Um, I'm going to venture a guess that your videos are probably pretty good. You know a thing or two about cameras. A little light train in the background. Hardly hear it. Who cares? Um, yeah. I have recently... Yeah, let's go into the next segment. Uh, what's Drew been watching? Have you seen the movie Us, Jordan, produced by Jordan Peele? No. I watched that recently, actually for a second time. The first time I saw it was on a plane. Um, the movie Us by Jordan Peele is unbelievably just gripping, and it's a total thriller. Um, I wouldn't call it a horror film. It's more of just like thriller suspense, um, but it's highly regarded. Rotten Tomatoes has a 93% um, rating on it. It looks terrifying. It's pretty spooky. Here's what um, here's what the Google says about it. Accompanied by her husband, son, and daughter, Adelaide Wilson returns to the beachfront home where she grew up as a child. Haunted by a traumatic experience from the past, Adelaide grows increasingly concerned that something bad is going to happen. Her worst fears soon become a reality when four masked strangers descend upon the house, forcing the Wilsons to fight into a fight for survival. Four masked strangers, one of which was at Papa John's <laughs> when the boys were there yeah, dude. the other night and stared down Drew from 60 feet away while Drew was very, just barely resting his head outside of the car, like looking at the, as I explained before, the restaurant. So that's cool. Um, the premise of this movie, it's kind of a mind bender. I believe the premise of this movie is basically where there is, they, they explain it like this. Every person in this story has a tethered person to them. And it's basically a person who you could say at the broadest level is that person, but in a very unfortunate environment, terrible circumstances, no no room to grow or prosper or whatever, okay? They exist in this underground kind of like alternate reality. And the four masked strangers that show up are these people's tethered person. So it's basically, yeah, the, the version of you that is depraved and completely lacking in any goodness, you know? Yeah. And I believe the parallel that they're trying to show is that um, people's environment and people's upbringing and people's privilege that they have really does have huge effects. You know, you look at this girl and or this uh, this woman and her family, well-to-do family, um, like the the uh, the dad and the family wearing a Howard University, which is like a pretty prestigious like black university. So he's, he's had his good opportunities and she's, you know, married into this family and she was a ballet dancer in college. And so all these good things, you know, cause they were fost that stuff was fostered in their life. They, they grew up with a good family, but their tethered version is in this upside down kind of it, it. So anyway, they break through that barrier. Okay. They come to the house and then they are basically terrorizing their, the, their, their, the, um, the earth tethered people because 
they're pissed. They're like, well, you got presents for Christmas. I got like glass and sharp objects, you know? And while you were eating filet mignon, I had to eat live rabbits and they're mad. So there's that anger and rage. Um, but it's so well done and it's so gripping the entire time. You're just like glued to the TV. You should watch it. It's not, it's not like disturbing or like going to give you nightmares, but it's creepy as heck. I wouldn't tell my mom to watch it. For example, she would hate it. Um, but it was, it's a really good movie. So I watched it for a second time and really, yeah, I, I just have an appreciation for Jordan Peele. I think he's one of the most creative people ever. Do you know Jordan Peele? Key and Peele guy? No, I don't think Key, so. Do you know the, the guys, Key and Peele, they're comedians. They had a show on Comedy Central, some unbelievably funny skits. It's like a modern day adult version of like Keenan and Kel, dude. Okay. Their skits are so, so funny. Um, you've probably seen some of their stuff before. Yeah, I, I oh, recognize one of their sure. main skits is like the teacher who is mispronouncing everybody's name. Yeah. Um, which I don't even think that's nearly the funniest one, but that's it's those guys. Yeah. Who do it. But anyway, as for um yeah, us, that's what I've been watching. It's been so nice weather wise here, Jordy. Yeah, um, is, man. you know, we've earned this though. It's been like, it's been like 60 and sunny, you know, when we're not shooting the podcast, I've got the windows open in this room, screens and all, man. Yeah. The new screens are serving me well. I've got cross breeze throughout the house, but we really pay for it, man. For all the, for, for the nice weather that we get to experience this time of year, we pay for it during the summer months, man. We earn it of five months of 95 degrees plus daily. Yeah, true. It yeah. feels good outside. Feels good. Uh, Even when there's like a little bit of a chill in the air and it's like, oh, I need to grab a jacket. That's good. I welcome that with yeah, open arms. That's good. With arms wide open. One time, <laughs> one time our buddy Will was meeting me. Well, he this has happened a zillion times. But whenever Will is meeting me at a place that has karaoke, I sign him up for a song without knowing without, without him knowing what it is. And one time I did with arms wide open by Creed. It was hilarious. Yeah, we'd like to, because Will will come in. I'll be like, yeah, just FYI, I put your name in for karaoke. He's like, what did you do, Stout? What song? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd like to welcome up Will to the stage singing Creeds with arms wide open. He looks at me like, you idiot. Goes up there and slays it. Another time, I've had him do um, Rich Girl by Hall & Oates. I had him do Bohemian Rhapsody one time. Um if I really want him, if I really want to gas him up, I'll do Sinatra for him because yeah, he's a Sinatra guy. I was going to say, but all of those songs are right in his wheelhouse. That's right in his wheelhouse, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to love that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, I would never set him up for embarrassment, you right, know, like right. make him do "Lose Yourself" by Eminem because I want to do that. I want to know the full rap, yeah. and I want to be able to do it. Like I said that one time, without looking at the monitors, and I just know every word. Yeah, that would be a cool duet song so you could have a hype man who's doing the chorus you better lose yourself. and i would rap we should do that sometime i'm down i'd be a hype man for karaoke mm-hmm. on the right night on the right night in the right place listen to this today i learned that the voice of tigger from winnie the pooh paul winchell was one of the original inventors of an artificial heart an automobile that runs on battery power a method for breeding tilapia and many other inventions that are still around today. He wasn't just some goofball voice actor for Tigger. This guy was making like serious inventions. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Um, 
listen to this. Today I learned that scratching an itch feels so good because the brain sees scratching as uh, mild pain, so it releases serotonin to, to provide relief from that pain, quote-unquote. When you scratch yourself, your brain's like, oh, that's minor pain, and I'm going to release some serotonin, which is a, it's a neurotransmitter, I think, that makes it feel good. Serotonin is released like when good things happen. When you, sweet. when you get likes on Instagram. So it, you're tricking your brain, basically. The brain is a fascinating thing. I took neuroanatomy and it just changed my... It was unbelievable. More so the brain is tricking us. The brain is tricking us. The brain is really the brains of the operation. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> um, Man. Uh, that's all I've got for today. I want to say this. Yeah. Because I can't get it out of my head. When you said The Strangers, that's to date the scariest movie I've ever seen. That movie is petrifyingly, terrifyingly, scaringly yeah. scary. It's the scariest movie I've ever seen, period. What about when he... really Is it really? Yeah. I think... I mean, it's, it's just so utterly terrifying. Yeah. I feel like it just... It hits you at the core of like your fear center, yeah. you know, in your brain. And and not even like the end where it's like, you know, they they come in contact with one another. Yeah, it's more it's the when, terror like, of Tyler when she's in the house and the guy's in the house too. And like, dude. It's so scary when he's just in the background and it's shot in such a creepy way too. Isn't yeah. there like a tea kettle? on the yeah uh, and then there's the record playing yep the record starts playing but then he does that the like 30 45 degree head tilt like the guy did last night oh that's right maybe it was the strangers dude maybe it was the strangers mask but it wasn't the bag mask with the guy with the suit potato sack mask yeah it was like kind of that porcelain looking one yeah but not like the girl one hey you said v for vendetta earlier that's a movie i haven't seen Oh, it's a great movie. Doesn't he say, remember, remember, something, 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 November? 5th of November, maybe? Yeah. I think that's the day that this episode is going to air. Yeah, it's the 5th. Big if true. Big if true. Is it 5th? Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the day that the Stouting Off podcast will release their 21st episode. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man. The Strangers. That's a scary movie. If you haven't seen that, I, I, I don't want to say go out and see it. I can't like, I yeah. can't tell. I, I will say, I will caution you if you do see it, prepare to be scared. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Man. I watched that just after like high school. And so it just yeah. freaked me out. I, I, you know, my room was in my parents' basement. So it just freaked me out. I wonder if I watched it again. If it would, be it would terrify scary. you, and I think I'm. I think I know why. <clears throat> Lint on my lip or something. I need to shave. Fuzz and stuff keeps getting caught in here. When I wake up in the morning, just fuzz balls in the beard for days. I just go like this. Hmm. I think I know why it's so scary. It's because it's fundamentally possible to happen to you. Yeah, like it's. It's based on a true story. Is it really? Yeah. Probably in Michigan. Embe- what? Yeah. It's probably embellished a bit, but. That yeah. all that stuff that happens, it's not like it's not unreasonable to to think that some deranged people who want to terrorize you could do it that way. They can yeah. get in your house, you yeah. know. We're man. not as safe as we think we are, man. These window locks, these door locks and stuff. Yeah. 
people so, are smarter. If than somebody us. wants to get in, they can get it. Yeah. Hate to say it. Yeah, thinking about <laughs> some of the scenes of that movie freaked me out. When he shotguns his own person or something, doesn't he shotgun a cop? Yeah, the guy he thinks it's one of the strangers coming around the corner. Yeah, but the, there's just like the. Yeah, there's a lot of good scenes. It, I mean, the movie is well done too. Like yeah. it is a well done movie, but it's scary. Whenever ass. I'm driving through countryside and stuff, and you see homes out there, I think about that. Yeah, like those homes. The there's a truck. There's nobody around. Yeah, right. If somebody wants to come and overtake, <clears throat> excuse me, overtake you. Yeah. Unless you have like an arsenal <laughs> of right. weaponry that's readily accessible, you could be in trouble. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting scared, man. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Well, it's t- tis the season, kind of. Tis the season. You you guys getting Christmas stuff set up yet? I messed up. I have a confession to make. I told you that when we decorate for Christmas, it's the day after Thanksgiving. You did. That's wrong. And I was corrected by Monica when you she listened up. to the podcast. Basically, that's what it would be if we were to stay home for the holidays. Right. But we, I like to say that we spend four months in Michigan during November and December. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So Jordan and his wife's family are both in Michigan, probably 20 minutes apart yeah. from one another. Yeah. And he says when they're in town, when they go back home for the holidays, he's like, honestly, you might as well just make an underground train from, there, from one house to the other because we're just constantly going back and forth. Yeah. And I don't blame them. I mean, like... In-laws, especially when their grandbabies involved, for sure, they want to see their grandies. Got to see the kids. You know who yeah. cares about you at that point? It's more like that's all. It let's is, see yeah. the little kitties. Yeah, they're so sweet. They are. They were really cute on Halloween, man. They were a, they were a Starbucks family. Monica was the the angel, or what is that person? Maybe like a mermaid. The okay Starbucks Some, mermaid, something like that. Jordan was a barista. Blakely was a frappuccino, right? Yeah. And then I asked Jude, Jude, what are you for Halloween? I'm a coffee barista. <laughs> I was like, you're so cute. You ever get cute aggression, you know? Oh, when something sure. is so cute that you want to like just put it in a headlock? Yeah, for sure. Could be puppies, babies, anything. Truly, you know? yeah. Um, that's all I got. Anything else you want to add? Good. Any other uh, corrections or revisions that we want to make on claims that we've made on past episodes? Dude, I tell you what, as this train is kind of segueing us out, I... I say so many incorrect things on this podcast. <laughs> I get texts all the time. Hey, FYI, uh, McDonald's doesn't make, they haven't offered high C in about five years. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, let's see another one. Hey, FYI, I got one yesterday. Hey, FYI, the lemon Oreos aren't on the chocolate wafers. They're on the white wafers. Okay, thank you. Thank you for keeping me honest. I'm not out here trying to, to deceive anybody, but I I just shoot from the hip. You yeah. know, I would like to think that that just means that there's people listening. I appreciate that fact. Who care. You're right. Thank enough, you for caring. Enough to, to message Call us. Call me out. Say, yeah. Call me out. Call Jordan out. He got called out by his wife, Monica. Yeah. Oh, I guess to finish that, like we were going to start today. Oh, okay. Because we want Jude and Blakely to see the house in, in Christmas Experience form. Experience some of that Christmas magic for yeah. a bit. Because realistically, we're in, we're in Michigan. Between November and December, we're there for probably 20 to 30 days uh yeah yeah i mean it's nice i shouldn't say it like that it's nice i i love being back you know back home home yeah uh that time of year um yeah it's good i we should we should be able to do a podcast episode or two around christmas time from yeah. there we'll have some hometown heroes on it maybe will and if we can 
I think Ryan's actually going to be around too. It'd yeah. Be fun to have him. Anyway, guys, um, love you. Thank you so much for listening to the 21st episode of the Stouting Off podcast, where we spout off commentary on the everyday. Bye-bye. <laughs>